Hi, I'm Dan Giebel, and my favorite Disney film is Lilo and Stitch. Sweet. Well, um, welcome everyone to Sun and Moon's animated chat series. Yay! My name is Nia, and I work in production here at Sun and Moon, um, but today I will also be your host. And this is our first ever video interview. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And to kickstart the series, I'm going to be speaking with Dan Keeble. Yay! Hello. Dan is a 2D uh, lead director, and he's basically the Toon Boom guru here at Sun and Moon Studios. And he's also been with Sun and Moon for 10 years. Amazing. We're going to talk about it all today. Um, but thank you so much, Dan, uh, for joining me. Um, my goal is basically through these little chats is, you know, so viewers get to know us at Sun and Moon and we can have thought provoking, fun, super interesting conversations about animation. Ooh, so no we'll pressure see. then. <laughs> Hopefully it's all right. Yeah. If not, this could be the only episode. So let's, let's provoke see. some thoughts. Yay. Awesome. So uh, my first question for you, Dan, how did you get started in animation? How did it begin? Um, so how uh, I got started in animation, I think, I mean, I've, I've told this story enough times that I'm like, I'm not sure whether it's how much of it's true anymore. Or whether, like, you know, when you tell a story, you like sort of condensing and then say, but yes. and, anyway, the story I tell is uh, <laughs> um, uh, I loved watching and still continue to love watching special features and stuff uh, for films, just like interested in every part of filmmaking. Um, and uh, Toy Story had this special features. I remember clearly seeing these people jumping around like a studio with their shoes nailed to a wooden board. Like, what are these people doing? And it's like, it clicked in my brain that these people, A, they were adults, and like, B, like they were adults, like still doing kind of children's stuff. Um, and see they were getting paid to do such a thing um, so I like then tried to work out what it is these guys were doing and um, they were trying to work out how the toy soldiers would walk in in Toy Story um, and then yeah so I realized that they were animators um, I just started telling everyone that I was going to work for Pixar and um... yes yeah that was my dream for a while too because how I got started or how I wanted to get started in animation was I saw A Bug's Life in, in cinema. In cinemas, I was like five five or six. And I remember sitting there and being like, what the heck is this? Because everything was just like the 3D back then was very like unique to look at. So I was like, this, this is like what I want to do. So yeah, I can relate. And I would be like, yep, Pixar is the dream job. But yeah, as I got older, I was like, no, there's so many more possibilities in animation. Yeah, people yeah, don't understand. definitely. Like, um yeah pixar is like it's just such an aspire like an, an inspiring aspiring company and yeah well like a lot of us start our sort of animation sort of dream like i'm gonna work pixar i'm gonna yeah animate. or disney yeah, yeah disney yeah. animation yeah, yeah. um nice. but then that like leads to you finding your own path yeah exactly um and speaking of which did you end up studying um animation in uni so yeah so i then just like started fo uh, focusing all any course that i uh, could like shove animation into I've shoved animation into it so um, drawing lots in uh, art GCSE and then when like getting into A levels I just picked everything art based um, I did do uh, maths AS but anyway um, yeah. as well um, and just like any assignment that I was given I just like tried to like how can I make this animation focus 
um, and then yeah, and then went to university at UE, uh, the uh, Bristol Animation School in Bristol. That's where I still am today. Nice, not not nice. the school, but in Bristol. Yeah, I was about to say, like, still, still in school. Yeah, yeah, I haven't graduated <laughs> and yet. Working at Sun and Moon. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Another great thing that comes from university is that um, we had lots of industry professionals um, come in and give talks and. So we were then able to like introduce ourselves to these people and like uh, we had lots of these and Louis and Dill uh, came in and actually did uh, like a morning uh, character di character design session with us. Nice. At the end, I just like went up to them and was like, hey, have you got work experience? I'd like love to be, I'd love to um, be involved and uh, learn from you guys. Um, but at the time, it was just the two of them. Um, so they really like they didn't have tons of capacity, and they sort of like fobbed me off a bit with just like, "Oh yeah, just ask us again in a few months' time." The classic um, response, yes. Yeah, so that they weren't in that place just uh, just at that moment. But um, so I just continued to like stay in contact with them and emailed them with like uh, showreel updates uh, and whatnot, and then yeah, managed to get some work experience with them. So they just sort of like carved out a little space for me and like popped me in front of this computer and I had to um, animate some dinosaurs. I just learned so much in that uh, that two weeks. Main like thing that I super learned was you can create animation quickly um, if you've got a like proper hard deadline and someone that you're answering to. Um, university as well as it being like led by like tutors and whatnot it is still largely like kind of a self-directed you have to be the one driving your learning um and uh sometimes that then leads you to like not like you think oh i'll do a walk cycle but it could take me two weeks and i'll finesse this walk cycle and it'll be absolutely gorgeous um but then going into work experience, it was just like a completely different shift. It's like, you've got to do this walk, walk cycle in half a day. Um, and then in, in the next half of the day, you've got to do something else complicated and like mind boggling to uh, uh, a green animator as I was. Yes. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then after university, Yui was running an internship scheme. The university would pay for half of my wages and um, then the company would only have to pay the other half. So I went to Louis and Dill and said, hey, guys, have you? I know you're not on this internship scheme, but you could like get me for half price if you just like signed up to this thing. And nice businessman. <laughs> um, and they were like, hmm. So yeah, even though they weren't offering an internship, I got an internship with Sun and Moon Studios. And, uh, like during that time, I didn't annoy them too much. So they allowed me to sort of stick around. And then their annoyance tolerance is here. I just yeah. make sure I just, I get to here. Yep. You should see the paper. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. And I I didn't know like that's like your approach. Like that's how you got started, you know, at Sun and Moon. Like what most people don't understand are always afraid to ask questions or afraid to be like, is there, you know, any internships available? You know, any jobs coming up? The worst thing that anyone could ever say is no. So go ahead, like, you know, yeah, go out totally. there, send that email, ask that question, you know, go up and introduce yourself because what's the worst going to happen? The important thing to realize is that everyone who's in the industry are just people too and yes. like there was this or you kind of felt this kind of like reverence around these people who oh they've got an animation job and um oh, i don't want to go up and talk to them because i might just like totally embarrass myself but 
they're just as worried about embarrassing themselves in front of you <laughs> like which are all just people exactly um, yeah we're just making cartoons at the end of the day you know we're not rocket scientists or you know doing open heart surgery um yeah thank you for sharing that um so in your 10 years um at sun and moon what's like a few projects that you're most proud of uh um the so i'm super proud of what we did on doctor who um uh, that was our first project in Toon Boom and we just like went absolutely headfirst into sort of the most complicated part of it or seemingly the most complicated part to us which was um, this headmaster controller system that we wanted to utilize to um, because we were like emulating kind of live action performances we wanted that kind of subtlety and uh, going into it people were like you're mad you're crazy to be doing <laughs> you're not this gonna do your... it. yeah 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 and we we'd always been looking at uh toon boom and i wanted us to like take the leap and there was never like a really a right time to be like this is the project this is the project that um will like uh allow us to start to like start exploring toon boom more um so we just kind of had to like just make that decision and just like see how it went and it went really well um so yeah so that's one project i'm uh, proud of well uh, the one i wanted to talk about a bit more was um recently done a bbc bite-sized project um called regenerators which yes. so yeah so this but like this project's not quite maybe quite as flashy as like doctor who but um it's like got a a personal significance to myself so um my sister has down syndrome and the uh, the BBC wanted to have um, a character, a, a lead character in it who uh, was neurodiverse. Um, and at Sun and Moon, I don't think we'd ever animated a character before then that had, um, that was like had uh, some uh, uh, mental difficulties. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was leading the project. Um, so I suggested that we uh, make the character um uh with down syndrome because then yeah i've got my own personal experience of that where uh, with my sister so i can bring the sensitivity that it requires and the understanding yes. um and uh yeah it went yeah super well like we uh erin designed um uh, like super lovely character um uh, who like looked awesome but also looked down syndrome <laughs> yeah you want to um, be yeah truthful in every like portrayal and yeah so that's 100% important exactly um and then we were able to work with a guy called Ruben Ruta who um uh is on CB uh, CBBC in like the dumping ground who uh, plays a character named Finn so um he was a super talented guy he just brought his own sort of like built-in entertainer to the character yes. he was just like trying to make us laugh during the voice record and so that just uh <laughs> yeah brought it all out for the character um and then yeah also just as part of the voice record I was I don't know whether I brought any of I I suppose I probably did bring my own kind of expertise around like working with someone who has down syndrome um but ultimately like everyone's kind of different so you know Ruben's different from my sister who's different from you Neo who's different from me um exactly so I guess probably what I maybe brought is just the confidence and like just the calm like just be like oh you know it's just a well I'm just working with another voice actor and um 
so yeah i'm proud of that project just because uh i was able to like we were able to bring a character with down syndrome like to the like forefront of a a project and it just be like a totally awesome normal thing and it was yeah it was just really cool yes yeah thank you for sharing that personal story as well like from what i've seen of that bite size it's amazing and yeah i'm proud of you guys too and i hope us like at sun and moon get the opportunity to tell more personal stories as well because you don't see as you know that sort of depiction in animation you know you see it a lot in live action but yeah it's rare that you get to see characters you know that are (laughs) neurodiverse or those who have down syndrome so i really hope you get more chances to tell that yeah totally me too right um so um going back to some of the projects that you were most proud of and mentioning toon boom and wanting to utilize that with um, stuff like doctor who you also teach toon boom classes throughout the year at sun and moon and I wanted to sort of pick your brain on that. And what are some of those ch- uh, challenges you face with um, taking these lessons on? Um, and, you know, do you like flipping the, the coin and being the instructor? Um, yeah, I do actually uh, really love it. Um, I've got quite a technical mind. So I, I enjoy picking up new programs and tinkering and being like, right, how can, how can we uh, get an, uh, use this to make our animation like faster and better and whatnot. So it's just kind of a, like a, a, a step from that really. So um, me being like, right, Sun and Moon, let's use Toon Boom. It can do this and this and that. Now I'm just sort of like bringing that, uh, bringing that sort of passion for new tools and techniques and then um, taking that, uh, bringing that to other people and hopefully creating that same passion for um toon boom like i i often kick off my course by saying like i uh, there's something in toon boom called the node view and i just <laughs> like when you open a new program it looks kind of gray and just like daunting and just like what the hell's going on there's all these buttons and like um but i just like try to kick off the course by just like in like infusing my enthusiasm for the um for this toy like um that is toon boom like and the node view is this like kind of typifies this space where it is um potentially a very confusing like thing that people have not used before but actually like so much creativity and fun can happen in there finding the creativity in like the sort of like the technical side of animation um yeah, yeah, it blows my mind because I work obviously like in production. So there's like the spreadsheets, the budgets and all that stuff. But when I've seen what Toon Boom looks like when you pull it apart and like in that node view, it's just like tons of like little dots and stuff like you manipulate. Yeah, it just blows yeah, my yeah. mind. It's madness. But just like I have like a newfound respect for like that type of technology and how technology pushes animation. And it's like what, you know, you guys can just create when you break it down like that, like using maths and nodes and stuff. I'm just like, wow, it's fantastic. I love the challenge of guiding someone else's brain through the process as well. You're trying to steer this brain, but you don't know where, what this brain is thinking <laughs> at that, at the moment. So you've got to try and like, um, anticipate what their next question is going to be and try and answer that before they've even got to that question. Um, so that you keep the brain nice and calm so that they don't like get overwhelmed about like, um, well, I've got this question, this question, this question, this So you're, you're trying to like, yeah, be like, don't worry about that. That's fine. This is all good. This is the way we're going. Da, da, da. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah so you're a good lo- captain of the ship. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, and then you're yeah you're doing that multiple times with like lo- lots of different people on your course. Yes, and then... Yeah, seeing this technology and how Toon Boom has helped you know you in animation and like the series that we've done 
how do you see um, animation growing in the future? Um, especially now, like literally that we've been like in a pandemic and working remotely. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on like how you see the animation industry in the next 10 years or so? Um, well, in terms of uh, COVID stuff, we've gone like totally remote working from home and um, I don't see us changing that um, in the near future. And I wonder if we will see that um, happen more as freelancers uh, get used to this experience of not having to, uh, of being able to work from home. And then maybe they will start to choose um, studios that uh, offer working from home more. And we just might see this, uh, we, we might just see that. Um, that's like, fair. Have you struggled at all um, working remotely since we started it? It was like what, like March, like 2020? Like, um, it actually suits me really well. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. I, I do enjoy working around people, um, and I yeah, I loved working in the in the studio. But I also um, just love being in my own world <laughs> and just yes. like popping my cans on and just. Uh, just like losing myself in like I love ambient music so like uh, just music that kind of like uh, paints another world in my brain like while I'm like working away and I don't think like in terms of the the worry around not, uh, working from home kind of hampering creativity mm. um, I, I read, read a lot about like during the pandemic i was like reading a lot about like working from home and like the concerns and whatnot that people were having and people worrying about oh well you're not going to be able to bump into each other or and just start spontaneous conversations about such and such or you're not going to be able to um just see something that someone's working on and like maybe sort of take ideas in a different direction but um i don't think i've I mean, it's it's hard to like compare absolute like for like, but I don't think their creativity has really been hampered at Sun and Moon Studios. Um, I think like we we use like Slack for all of our um, internal chit chat, and there's yeah so much creativity and just like uh, random Lots of chats. Memes. Yep. Yeah, so you get that <laughs> just like bumping into one another kind of feel, um, and. I think I can't remember when we sort of started our writers' room. I think it was. I think it was maybe April, May, twenty twenty. Yeah. I think so, yeah. When we just like, wanted to be like, yo, let's tell. We want to write. Let's tell stories together. Let's like put our heads together and yeah. I think it was. And that that is just like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we're not bumping into each other or saying, "Hey, I've got this idea for a TV show." Just like when we're, um, in uh, working together in the same place we've just created that space uh and sort of like sanctified that time in our um in our uh work week or however often we run it once a month yes. um so those kind of just like bouncing ideas off of one another we are just kind of creating ourselves um and yeah i think i, I mean i love the writers room i think that's my favorite yeah i'm so uh, glad we started it yeah, it's so good. Like, uh, yeah, we've not got uh, any IPs like super off the ground yet, but um, it's feeling I pretty. I feel close. Yeah, it's feeling pretty successful. Um, the way that's been going already. Yes. And, Watch um, this space, viewers. But I think working from home is like working really well for Sun and Moon. Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on like the technology changing? 
uh, I own a VR headset. I, I love I love VR. Oh. I don't spend like tons of time in it, which is interesting. Like considering that I love VR, like I'm, I'm not quite sure the entertaining experiences in them. I, I haven't quite we haven't quite worked out what like what they can look like. You know, it's a door like a dawn of a new medium, um, and people are just trying to work out what you can do in this space. I think yeah. um, I've seen um, people create like you know they have the uh, the headset on they're creating like with a paintbrush and stuff and alex our background builder on hammer and bolter creates his backgrounds using like his vr no, space yeah that's amazing that's insane. i'd love to see well that, that would make a good um yeah yeah chat, uh, animated chat um episode um yeah so vr like is a space that live action at the moment live action just like doesn't really quite have a look in um I mean, I guess you could, no, like there we've still, there's still the like technical, technical, like restriction. You can't walk around an actor, like you could, um, you could look around, um, but you can't then like physically walk around them and then see like a scene from a different perspective where, you know, it's like 3d animation, like doesn't have that problem. Um, in fact, it's been done in video games for years and years and years and years and years. So um so yeah so i think uh that's exciting i don't know whether sun and moon will venture into vr like mate who knows what the future holds um and how much i push for it <laughs> yeah um but uh, yeah it's just an exciting like brand new medium like we're uh, as animators like we've got a lot of film language around uh, a camera and this frame and what do you include in that frame and where do you put the subject in that frame and that's just kind of taken away um in vr it's I've, i guess it's kind of like this like um what theater is to immersive theater like when you go watch a theater production you are an audience member you're sat in a seat uh, in a very traditional you know sort of set up you're sat in a seat and you're looking in a direction you might have a slightly different perspective depending on where you're sat in the, the theater but the, the the lighting and the special effects and the actors all know that the view is coming from this direction so this is where we paint our scene from um we can paint this side of the tree but we don't have to paint the other side of the tree because no one's going to see that um whereas like immersive theater um where the audience members can just like walk in around around the actors and interact with the props and interact with, like that's kind of the same sort of thing is that now the audience member has their own like is in control of their perspective and that's what vr is would is doing for animation that you you can create an animated experience but ultimately it's the viewer who decides where they're going to look and um yeah i'm excited about the like yeah those but what what does a short what will short films look like in like five ten years time in vr um yeah kind of scary to think about too but exciting yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh definitely <laughs> yeah um do you have any personal goals that you'd like to achieve when it comes to your career in uh, the field or is there like any more teaching uh for you in the future um so my like my ultimate kind of career life goal um, is I kind of encapsulate it in my brain to be, um, I want to be at a point at something and say, I did that. Like, um, the, so be it a TV show or 
or even just like a script for a film not that i'm particularly a script writer but i love the idea of it um or um outside of animation like making a board game i would love if um if i had a board game and it said designed by dan keeble um oh, nice. some kind of like that was my there, there wasn't i guess like there wasn't a brief i just this is what i was interested in creating and this is what i felt would entertain other people um and yeah my name is kind of like on it so that's great it's like a, i like open-ended goals because you're not sort of confining yourself to like i need to work at this place and do this there's like again you know being realistic in terms of like so many fantastic opportunities that you don't know where you're going to land yeah and yeah it, it feels like a goal that i can work towards without like kind of panicking myself that like time's running out or anything like that yeah. but um and uh, not to get too existential about it <laughs> yeah that's for another video series yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes um i always love to ask people um dan so what inspires you well kind of touched on uh, a lot of this stuff so um uh vr vr experiences i played half-life alex um the, the the immersion is just like on another level um, nice can we find you playing that you know playing games on the weekends going for you know um more board games actually so nice. um and uh there's a like a branch of board games called legacy games which are um they're games that you can only play once which is like kind of a hard selling point um uh, when like this i this idea of legacy games is like pretty like uh like a young idea in the board board game space but the board game tells you a story and then once you finished it you know that story um uh but yeah they're they're amazing experiences and well worth spending money on so if you uh are, um, <laughs> if you have been worried about whether a legacy game is right for you you should just buy one yes but, so yeah um <laughs> nice but, yeah. that's awesome i've never played legacy games but now see i'm hooked uh just a few more questions if you were to travel back in time and speak with little Dan, what would you guys talk about? Would you advise him, you know, maybe think twice about animation? You know, I always love asking this as well. Um, after we're done talking about Star Wars, maybe like, yes. a, couple, like a couple of months into our, uh, into our <laughs> chat, um, I'd probably tell him to practice drawing um, because that's probably my... The thing that's held me back in my um my uh projects and only like personal endeavors um is like uh drawing's kind of like my weakest uh weakest um string to my bow um so i can draw i can draw but I just <laughs> like but if i just practiced um back then um just practice just drawing my favorite characters just over mm. and over again and just um i think yeah that would uh that's the advice i'd give to him i'd say everything else all good um like, <laughs> life's okay you know <laughs> yeah nice. yeah um uh yeah you that's like, great yeah that's a good answer yeah awesome and um where can people find you online do you have an instagram twitter account or anything where you share your art or personal hobbies and stuff um I'm on in Instagram's the only social platform that I use. My handle's Daniel Keeble Art. So Daniel and then K E B L E Art. Nice. <laughs> um but 
I don't post tons, but I do post on it and you can see my stuff there. Yay. Well, that concludes um, our first ever video interview. Thank you so much, Dan, again, for an inspiring morning um, and sharing your, um, your stories and stuff. And I hope our viewers enjoyed watching. Um, yeah, that's it. Look, I don't know how to really close this out since this is our um, first one, but my name is Nia and um, we're hopefully going to make more of these. So I hope you guys found it super inspiring as well. And see you guys later. Yeah, cool. Bye. Thanks Bye, a lot. Bye, gang. <laughs> whoop, whoop.